Love to hear the crowd. Love to hear the crowd on a nice Tuesday. Hey, everybody. Best Coast Business Toast. I am Ron Riley with... She's over there. Hi, everyone. I'm Andrea Turnquist. I pointed the wrong, wrong, wrong way both times. It happens every time. <laughs> hey, everyone. Uh, real quick, what we're about. We are about shining a light on businesses that are either struggling or killing it or probably somewhere in between, but maybe um, somebody you either don't know in the business community that you should know, or uh, maybe someone that we know that we just feel really good about and want to introduce to all of you. And um, so, you know, today, and like every show, which is every second Tuesday and fourth Tuesday of the month, we uh, start the show with the Chamber Corner with South County Chambers of Commerce CEO and President Jocelyn Brennan. So we're going to spend five or ten minutes with her, and let's welcome Jocelyn, and then we'll get to our guest. Jocelyn, how are you doing? Seamless transition. We've been doing this for, you know, two months now. We're great. Yeah. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, you bet. You bet. It's always fun. Um, so, you know, you one thing. On? Go ahead. Something you just said in the intro reminded me that I, I should let folks know that um, so two weeks ago when I was here, I talked about uh, the City Council of Arroyo Grande was considering a business relief package for businesses that are hurting. Yes. Um, and uh, the meeting went till about 1145 and they didn't end up voting that night. And so it's coming back again tonight um, at 6 p.m. to the AG City Council. They're looking at doing a variety of different grants to help businesses that have been impacted by COVID. They're looking at uh, grants, uh, possibly a beautification um, grant, mm -hmm. business technology grant, retraining grant, possibly a gift card program. So they're sort of looking at this whole package of options and they will be actually voting and it won't be so late as it was last time. So if the business community wants to tune in and provide input, I know the city council would really appreciate that. Right. No, good, good point. And so um, if you are watching right now live, royalgrande.org and you want to click on um, agendas and you can go to the latest city council agenda to find how to watch and how to contribute. Um, yeah, and it's, they do Zoom, so it's just like really easy. I think everyone's used to that now, so it's a, it's a great way to participate and I know they would appreciate the feedback. I don't know. It's been a full year and I'm still figuring this out sometimes with things. <laughs> yeah, we all know how to do it. Yeah, check. Yeah, every day is um, a new day. Today's my fourth Zoom call. So how, um, you, Ron, you mentioned how to get on there, but just out of curiosity, how late did the meeting go last time? Just curious. Oh, it was after 1130 before they finished, but they had a really full agenda. This this time they they don't have as much on the agenda. So I, if I had to predict, I would say that they're going to get to it around, uh, I would say 630. Um, they'll probably begin the discussion. Streamline it a bit. Nice. Yeah. So they're just bringing it back. So they're not starting from scratch. So it'll go pretty quick. Excellent. Excellent. So a few things that we definitely want to get to today, um, not the least of which I see that there's a new mixer that has been announced. And um, now granted, everything in COVID for me has been canceled basically as far as vacations for the last year. So I'm, I'm holding out hope that this will once again be canceled and I'll be in town for this. But uh, I'm supposed to go to a certain lake house the 24th and 25th for my birthday. And, and is that your birthday the 
It's the 24th or 25th? It's the 25th. So, okay. so anyway, tell everyone about the amazing mixer <laughs> that I'm actually super excited about and I'm going to end up making. Well, Nicole, I was it was inspired by the board of directors, which Ron is, is on. And so we uh, are doing a really fun mixer and hopefully, <laughs> I don't know, I, I kind of, I'm torn. I want you to come to the mixer and I want you to go on vacation. So. Right. Uh, it's a virtual mixer, so um, but we are going to make it as interactive as possible, and we're partnering with Averdad Lindquist Family Wine. So mm -hmm. if you've been to their tasting room there in the village, they have a beautiful patio and amazing wines, and they are uh, some of the original um, winemakers in our region and super knowledgeable and just wonderful people. So they will be um, providing wine tasting kits. So if you register on the Chamber's website, then they um we'll have your name at, at the winery and on the weekend of the 20th and 21st or that monday the 22nd you can pick up your kit and um they're going to have two i think two reds and two whites and then on the 24th at 6 p.m hop on the mixer and um, on zoom and they will take the whole group through a virtual wine tasting and um we're going to do some fun giveaways and games and breakout rooms and it's it'll, it'll be a good time Sounds really fun. So, true story. Uh, first time Andrea and I ever virtually hung out was a Pismo Costa Realtors um, mixer slash fundraiser, and it was around the world. And it was really cool. There's all this. Uh, there's three different bartenders that showed you how to make different drinks. There were um, people playing live music, and then there were I think three or four different people that were showing you how to make different cuisines from around the world. And uh, Andrew, what did you teach us to make that night? Start with my outfit first. <laughs> it started out with a, a Mexican blanket and a sombrero at the beginning of it. And I was like, hey, you know, we're doing a fundraiser via Zoom. This is 2020. What are we doing? We ended up making more money than we actually had anticipated for the Pismo Coast Association of Realtors Foundation. Yep. And I think I put a tri-tip and a crock pot with salsa. <laughs> and I had my angel's outfit on, but I couldn't find my angel's hat. So I wore a Baja hat. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually a lot of fun. It was a sombrero. Uh, yeah. So it, <laughs> the, the personality uh, popped out on the screen and I said, this is a very interesting person. I think she'd be engaging for an audience of some sort. I don't know if it's this audience we're trying. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I think uh, she's bringing it. I think it's too great. You know she's bringing it. You know she's bringing it. So, so I have a note here that I'm supposed to ask about a reach tool. And so, if you want to kind of just explain from the top, what is that? Yeah. So this is something that people will want to go check out on their own if you go to Reach Central Coast. But I know that you have probably a lot of realtors that watch this show, and people who are, you know, with you being an engineer, probably a lot of folks who are in the the land use category, right. architecture, engineering, and so I think this is just fascinating. If you go to Reach Central Coast and you click on um, Data Center, they have a new GIS tool where you can see available sites that are available for development, um, and it's fed by all the different MLSs that are commercial, and then you can also look at the zoning and see what um, has been zoned, if it's, you know, it, it has all the different GIS layers there. And then we also have links to all the community's economic development uh, practitioners. So I'm a part of the economic practitioner, economic development practitioners network. And so you can figure out who to contact if you are a business looking to relocate in one of those areas, or if you are 
working, you know, for a developer or something, or you are a developer and you want to explore what's available in this county, it's a really great tool. So I, um, I encourage anyone who's like in that line of work to take a, take a look at it. And it has all sorts of valuable data about medium home price, education, talent, the resources that you would need if you were thinking of setting up shop in our county. Super, super cool. Yeah, it's, it's, I kind of am a GIS nerd, so I'm probably more excited about it than I should be, but. <laughs> it's, I, I thought I was the only one. Wow, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. No, uh, and, you know, it's interesting because we have um, different advertising agencies that work for us, and they give us all kinds of data. And um, I'm interested to see how it, it uh, overlays with the, with the new REACH tool. So, um, again, how do we get to that? What is the... So you go to Reach Central Coast. I think they're, um, I think it's a .org, ReachCentralCoast.org, and then um, on their menu you'll see a data tool. I think it's a data tool. Click on that, and then it takes, and you can just play around in there um, and see all the different communities and all the different layers. That's awesome. Hey, Andrew, do you have any more questions for Jocelyn today? Do I? Yeah. Jocelyn, what does your workday look like from day up to day down? <laughs> I'm just curious. You have to ask Leah. It's a, it's a lot of meetings, and, um, but they're all community meetings with the business people, and we're all just trying to stay connected through this challenging time, so yeah. um, it, it, it is actually a lot of fun and, and very rewarding. I do want to mention that our March business of the month is Food for Less, and they are an employee-owned business, so we wanted to celebrate them as essential workers during COVID. Mm -hmm. And they are now eligible to be in the running for our 2021 business of the year. So the first three that are, that are in the running for 2021 are CPA, uh, Pismo Beach Vet Clinic, and now Food for Less. And then for 2020, uh, the business of the year has been selected. And so both the 2020 and 2021 businesses of the year will be announced at our annual dinner, fingers crossed, on September 22nd. September twenty fifth. All right. Yeah, yeah. For any for anyone watching, Garing Taylor and Associates is in the running. This show brought to you by Garing Taylor and Associates <laughs> and Plaster Title. And the you South County. Advantage. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anybody's watching, yeah. All that you do, and we keep talking on top of each other all the time. Jocelyn, thank you for everything that you do and everything that you bring to the community. We'd be lost without you. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks so much for having me. Great to be here. Yeah. Last thing before Jocelyn goes, she might be heading out right now, but uh, next, next in two weeks, we'll have Megan McVicker on, and that'll be a fun meeting for all of us. And I'm looking forward to a longer extended interview with Jocelyn Brennan on April 13th. All right. I'm looking forward yeah. to it, too. All right. Thanks, Jocelyn. Thank you, Jocelyn. See you soon. Ciao. <laughs> all right, friends. Yeah. Without further awesome. ado. Well, I mean, there's going to be some ado. Uh, <laughs> a big we're welcome you. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this guy, I can't say enough about him. I am in a networking group with him called BNI. Um, you know, as far as um, people that we've had on the show, I always look for leaders in the community and people that uh, look at business a little bit differently as more of um, I'm going to set a tone and set systems in place and and the business will take care of itself from there. And I kind of see Seth Peak, who is our guest today, in that vein. Um, Seth, real quick, before we get to some questions, uh, 
I think that some of the things that I see you do through social media for your business are actually brilliant and things that I'm hoping we might do on our end at some point. And uh, uh, as a member, well, I talked about BNI, but I, I, I do want to mention that one time at BNI, there was a moment, and you might remember this moment, where I actually did think that might be Christopher McCandless from Into the Wild. Do you remember what that moment was? Um, I'm not sure if you found some old Facebook photos of me. <laughs> this <is> soccer. <laughs> no, no, you showed us your driver's license. Oh, well, that too. Yeah, <laughs> I think my driver's license. Uh, my my beard is maybe eight inches long, and I've got long hair that could or could not have been, uh, you know, a different a different time, a different a different light life, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, who knows. You were, you were, you started sending me, um, you know, pictures of the bus from Into the Wild and right. articles about it, and you became enamored by the fact that I could be him. I, well, and I still, you know, I, I don't know what trouble Chris may have been in. Um, I know they staged his uh, demise or whatever for the movie. That was fine. But, um, you know, if, if you are here today, uh, we're pleased to have you, Seth. Um, hey, sure. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I, I got one huge question for you, Seth, and then we're just going to open it up and it's going to be rapid fire. But watch out. What, if anything, has changed in the painting industry since the pandemic started? And, and what did you do about it? Well, for a number of months, um, quoting, like going to people's homes uh, for residential painters. Um, specifically, you know, going to people's homes was like a no-no for like two months, three months. You know, we started doing, I know for pretty much last half of March and all of April and part of May, I think that, you know, our call volume was down to 5% of the previous, you know, it's just, it was really low. And if we did have a quote, um, generally we had to either do it virtually through Zoom, uh, which is very difficult when you're looking to paint someone's house. You can't touch the house or see it or, or you know, see. It's, it's, it's a difficult thing to do. Right. But, uh, you know, I, virtual is kind of the way that it's going now. And I can see how in my painting spheres that I hang out with online, a lot of guys are, and gals are, are, are offering virtual estimating. Uh, so that's definitely a way that um, we're progressing. Um, Painting was very difficult to do certain things for a few a few months because we were, you know, essentially only allowed to do certain things in our industry, like newer construction or remodel projects that were already underway. You know, there was a list for about two months um, of restrictions um, that we were allowed to do. Mm -hmm. um, PPE was a big deal. We spray uh, noxious chemicals and, and primers and, and paints and we make dust and we need our PPE in order to do our job. And so we didn't do certain work that we just couldn't equip our guys to be um, safe because we didn't have particulate filters available to us and certain things like that. So that was, that was a challenge in the beginning, but in, in hindsight, you know, very, very manageable challenges compared to what other people were dealing with and people that, you know, went out of business and, you know, their business struggled and still is. So right. I, I count our blessings, you know, that face masks were the only thing we couldn't really, that, that, that made it difficult for, uh, for six months or so. But, um, 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I'd say the biggest thing moving forward is virtual estimating is becoming a thing and everybody's trying to pivot to adapt to it. Um, and then on top of that, um, you know, a lot of interior jobs were put on hold for the past year. So it was a very exterior heavy. And so, you know, maybe our, our industry is, is, uh, is experiencing maybe a, a surge of that after all this clears, who knows? That could well be. Yeah. But I have a quick question. When you say virtual estimating, is that like FaceTiming? Is it like sending pictures? Is it like pulling out a tape measure and square? Like, how, how do you do that? Yeah, generally it starts with a phone call and we discuss what they're looking to do, um, mm-hmm. what they're, what kind of the scope of project. And then it's either a FaceTime or a Zoom where they go around the house with their laptop or their phone and show us the spaces outside or inside. Generally it's inside. Uh, for virtuals, um, and then if they're really ambitious, and I can tell that they're, you know, they want to be really accurate, then sometimes people will measure the spaces themselves and let us know the dimensions. Generally, when it's an interior virtual quote, it, the the price we give them is not a quote; it's an estimate. So once we're on site, if something is like completely. Uh, <laughs> different you know in terms of oh there's this whole room that you didn't show me that is expected to be painted then you know we do a change order but generally that's what it is it's a phone call followed by either a video photos but exteriors even during the beginning of the pandemic uh generally we go walk around by ourselves and facetime while i was outside of the person's home (laughs) so they're inside and you're outside outside. Or they all have the, window. the windows. Yeah, the window cracked, and they're like, "Yeah, around the corner, you know." <laughs> Don't forget that spot and yeah. the gutters and all. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. What is it? Drain spout? Is that what you call it? Downspout. Yeah, spout. yeah. But um, I, I think that the easiest thing to virtually quote are cabinets because they're, they're, they're central to an area. You can take pictures of them. You can show. It's very easy to quote that sort of thing. But uh, somewhat standard sizes and whatnot. Yeah. 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 So that that is. Um, and it goes along with some of the things that I think about your business in general is the adaptability. And um, first of all, I, in a moment, I want to talk about some of the things that you, you do with social media that I think are really cool. Um, and we are a show about impact in the community, so we'll get to that too. But, but is this really, um, is this the future of painting that there's going to be a lot of this virtual estimating or do you think it's just going to be here for a little while? Um, I think it's going to be a combination of both. I think that um, it's, it's definitely going to be, it's definitely going to be both. There's going to be some element um, where we're going to have to be on site to, to give an accurate number um, doing consults, I can't show colors. We can't have a color consultation over Zoom per se um, for tactile reasons and, you know, seeing it in the light and seeing it in the space. Um, It's going to be a combination of both I see moving forward. There's some companies nationwide that have gone almost exclusively virtual and they're quoting. Um, But I think, I think it's going to be a combination of both. Okay. Yeah. So, so tell us, uh, I mean, look, uh, it, it's interesting because here we are doing um, YouTube Live, and I think we're on Yaring Taylor Associates, we're on live Facebook today. Um, but I've never myself grabbed that 
phone or that device and held it here and went live at a job site or in my office. And I see you do this all the time. When did you start doing that? I started doing it, um, I think for my stories. So I've been in business. We opened S Peak Painting January 1st, 2019. So two years ago and plus a month or so. And I started doing it uh, for just exposure reasons. And um, it started initially just by filming, walking around the job, you know, progress photos, uh, just taking video of what we're doing on a day-to-day basis. And then um, someone had told me, well, you should, you know, you should just film yourself talking, you know, show your face. Cause most people, you come to the estimate, they're going to recognize your face. And so I started doing the, the stories and believe me, I was in the same shoes as you. I was like, I don't want to film myself and put it on the internet instantaneously. Like while I'm, but here you are, Ron, doing it on the podcast. So right, and I already wish I had like seven retakes. So, <laughs> so the thing is, is like I just started doing it because I was growing my business and I was trying to grow uh, organically uh, sure. without a bunch of ad spend in the beginning to keep my overhead low. And so I was just posting Facebook, Instagram pictures, and then stories. Uh, the stories came a little bit later. It was a little bit more of an adapt adapting to it and uh, just watching YouTube videos on how to gain uh, social media presence and, and, and work from it. And it's, it's good. It, it's been good for my branding. It's actually funny. It's uh, you go, I went into chase um, a few months ago and there's a woman there. She's like, Oh, you're the guy from Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm Mark. Mark nice to meet you. You're the guy from Facebook. It's me. Tom's your friend of MySpace. Yeah. The, <laughs> so she recognized me from my my stories on Facebook about you know, are you you know we, on any given time we have four jobs going at a time and so I try right. to a couple times a week drop by each job site and take a little video but it's the more hats I put on the harder it is for me to do that so I'm trying to come up with a uh, maybe a program where my guys can do those videos while they're on the job site. Well, it's such a visual thing, obviously, that, that you do. So, I mean, it's, it's brilliant. It's also one of those things that hits you upside the head and says, I really should be doing this. But there aren't many that do. So, congrats. On- and it's not very easy to do. I mean, there are some people that are just complete naturals, and then there's some people that uh, He's pretty comfortable. Like- he gets the hat on, and he's got the earbuds. I mean, he looks doing his thing. cool. Like- so, I have a question. So, do you have, like, any stories from, like, the painter next door or anything like that? Do you have anything that you can share about that? It doesn't have to be about Seth P. It could be about one of your crew members. Have they encountered any neighbors that were a little overly friendly? Oh, I got you. Um, you, you know, I don't know. If, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can qualify that. Um, personally, no. Um, he is at home. I'll qualify that. <laughs> and what what is the color of your home again? Sea glass green or something? Uh, North Shore green. The walls. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're in my house. We're in my house today. It's a little bit quieter than my shop. My office with sanders and sprayers going in the shop. Um, definitely, definitely, that question caught me off guard. Uh, <laughs> but I think that you primed me for that one. No pun intended. But. Uh, <laughs> It's it's definitely but it's definitely happened. It's never happened to me, and I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Ron. Yeah. Hey. None of my employees have taken part in it, in <laughs> any sort of 
uh, seduction of or anything like that. That's <laughs> not where I was going with that. It was just there's a thing there's a thing called over explaining. We've gone too far. Uh, <laughs> anyone that works in the field has heard stories of such things. I think there's always stories. It's like there's a fish story. Stories. They yeah, and it was never really that egregious, right? Um, so we are about impact in the community, and I know you're a fellow Rotarian. Yes. Cheers to that. Uh, also, you're a member of the Atascadero Chamber of Commerce, yes? Yes. Okay. And, um, okay, so in addition to those things, and maybe one thing that you're proud of that you did in this last year, talk about something that you do community-wise that maybe you and your family are excited about or you and SP Painting are excited about. Well, you know, this this past year was the first year where I had time to start volunteering and it happened to be the, cause the first year I was really just gangbusters going for building my business and running, running kind of ragged. Uh, so this year, 2020 was, it's an interesting year to have a lot more free time for philanthropy and like, you know, uh, clubs like that. I joined chamber and I joined, uh, rotary. I joined, uh, because I, we want to give back and I, you know, we want us speak painting to be a name in the community where, um, you know, we're a part of all these great opportunities and these great organizations. Mm -hmm. So we're looking forward to doing some paint it forward kind of, uh, programs. We did, we did one at the beginning of, uh, COVID where we were donating paint job to, uh, a first responder. And, uh, we also had a couple charity events through the rotary um that we before we were members we donated uh some painting to a i think it was the crab feed auction at the Tascada rotary last year and so we're looking forward to more opportunities in 2021 definitely and i would say if anybody has any sort of uh, uh bead on any sort of thing that we can be of service to this year i would definitely have them reach out to us we'd be happy to uh, lend a brush or, you know, lend a sprayer or whatever it may be. Right? I love that. So I can be, the, I can be the, the spokesperson if you want me to make videos or stories <laughs> or whatever, even, you know, Perfect. So what's the best way to contact you then? Best way to contact me is either through, um, Seth at spainting.com is my email, but the easiest, if you're on Instagram is spainting. Um, I'm the only one that monitors the account. So if you DM me through there, it's the quickest, easiest thing to remember, I believe. Then well, thank you for your servant time. heart and adapting to what we need to do to yeah. just survive. I'm hoping that we can be, we can grow and, and, and create more opportunities where we can be of, of service uh, moving forward. You know. Well, I, I think Seth, uh, and maybe the answer to this question will help me on this, but I, I think that you are impacting quite a few lives. Um, how many crews were you running pre-COVID? So we were running two crews pre-COVID. Um, we 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 grew quite a bit last summer. Um, I think we created seven jobs uh, over the summer um, for our in our company, and then we have a part-time office manager now in our office. And um, so we grew we grew a bit during the. Uh, during this whole messy year right. uh, as a testament to the fact that we can work outside and exteriors of homes is kind of one of our, our favorite things to do. So, so we were able to grow and we hired a couple people that um, 
that were new to the industry in June and July, and they're still with us, which is great. The young guys that were looking for um, solid employment during this whole mess. And uh, yeah, so we, we grew double in size, basically, uh, in terms of our workforce. That's a blessing. Yeah. Who, who would have thought? And completely impressive, especially yeah. for, for the year that we all just had. And I will say for the lack of building materials, um, and I don't know how much that you work in the, the new construction space, but the cost of lumber is through the freaking roof right now. And so just seeing anyone in the trades that's able to grow, I think, is a huge impact. And um, uh, we're grateful to have you on today. So I guess if I had one or two more questions to ask you, the first one would be, I, I've seen you do things for HOAs. I've seen you work in interiors and exteriors. What is it that SP Painting does better than anybody? And if you had like one kind of job to do for the rest of like 2021, what would you do? Well, that would be that'd be difficult. Uh, I don't want to alienate any potential clients out there, but I think uh, our, <laughs> our jobs would be interesting, Seth. <laughs> our favorite our favorite things to do are uh, exterior single family homes by bar none. Bar none. Yeah. Our That's bread and butter. Right yeah. Is it the prep work that's more fun or is it the actual painting that's more fun? Well, it's like with anything else. There's certain things that you get good at over time and efficient at over time. And, yeah. and you can tell your employees, they get a kick out of the process and the, you know, yeah. it's just, uh, I would say 60% of what we do is exterior residential single family homes. So it just happens to be what a lot of our driving referrals are. Um, from our customers. And then I have a question. What's your service area? What territory do you cover? And like, can you, is it estimates just based off square footage or how do you, I mean, I know you FaceTime and do that thing, but like, what would the average 2,400 square foot house cost to do the exterior? What is an average 2,400 square foot house? Really? I don't know. Is there an average? That's a very, I mean, Okay, first question is five cities to pass the Robles in North Coast, Cambria. So we the whole county basically. We even oh. go as far. We've gone as far as Parkfield. Uh, we're going to Bryson Asperia for a, a job um, shortly as well. So it depends mm -hmm. on the on the client if they're referral or repeat. We'll go further than the county border, mm -hmm. but generally anywhere in the county. We love working South County. We love working Tascadero, Slow, Morro Bay, Cayucas. So. We love anywhere in the county, basically. We have got crews that live all over the county, and so we we schedule them based on who's living, you know, which crew is where. So we that have sounds smart. Do you like working in the rain, or do well, you go on vacation? I think half the half the company will not be working tomorrow. <laughs> oh dang it! Yeah, so they get a they, they get a day off tomorrow. Maybe maybe Thursday even, you know. Yeah, uh, in, in our industry, the uh, the surveyors are the ones that suffer, right? But but they've all turned into stormwater uh, inspectors now too. So there you go. It, maybe maybe that's something you guys could do. Get your QSP. Um, we pressure wash some houses on, during the rain. <laughs> there you go. Seems redundant, but yeah. Matt, <laughs> I, I've had the benefit of seeing several slideshows of your work now. Yeah. If you're doing the exterior of a home, how long should someone plan for you to be there? Okay. So that kind of goes in line with the Andrew's question of how much does it cost? 
Yeah. You're like, okay, it's a 2,400 square foot. Like how, how many, how many coats and is it going to be two weeks or a week? What is it going to be? Okay. Two coats all the time, no matter what we okay. paint. Two That's coats. just like painting your nails. Even if it's, the same, if it's the same color and you want to warranty the job for nine years, then we got to have two coats of paint on every surface. You have a uh, nine-year warranty? With proper prep. Yeah. Wow. Labor that, materials. Yeah. That <laughs> is the question. So, not six-minute app, not seven-minute app. You could put a warranty on a... <laughs> How'd you come up with nine, Seth? Because it sounds better than 10, and you need to wait 10 years to get your house painted. I mean, and, and, and get ready 10, to sell again. Every 10 years, you should have your house painted. There are disclaimers. Decks are two. Cabinets are one. I mean, because things that take abuse and direct sun. And, but, you know, w if we have those things in the, um, in the contract, then we, we put the, you know, the deck is not nine years. It's the, the stucco and the tram will be nine years. And uh, our man the paint manufacturer warranties the paint itself. So we're warranting the prep and the labor. So if we don't prep it right and the paint's peeling in nine years, then it wasn't prepared correctly. If the paint is fading in nine years, then the paint company can pay for the paint job if, if the customer wants to redo it. But right. the prep the prep is what you're getting warranted. You know, if the paint actually failing off the house, that's what we're warranting. Well, okay. I have white white cabinets, so I can attest to one year. Definitely. Yep. If you have an almost four-year-old and a six-year-old, it's definitely. I was going to say, I'm looking at and my I, cabinets right now. I'm like, you've got little yeah. ones, too. I touch, Steve, you got work to do. I touch my own cabinets up once a year, and I don't have any children. so. Just dogs and a wife. <laughs> but, but the average home is about five days. The average paint job is four to five days, uh, to answer your Perfect. question, Ron. Perfect. Without rain. Without uh -oh. rain and not being on the side <laughs> of a cliff in Pirates Cove or something, you know. <laughs> There's some views out there, though. You gotta yeah. look at the house. Look at the house. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, how many coats that guy have on? <laughs> I don't know. It's only dried like four times. <laughs> I have one more question for you. Have you yeah. ever, have you ever had a client that's wanted you to put like some radical color up on their house or have you ever tried to like persuade them that, like maybe that might not look so well <laughs> generally, I feel like this is family feud generally uh um generally I don't we don't get a lot of wild customer uh like color requests um we we have a we have two designers that we um that we use we have one for South County Sloan South County uh, her name's Emily Poller with Emily Ryan Homes. And then we use uh, Brittany Wellington Services up in North County for Brittany Wellington Design. And we sub them out for color consultations. Nice. So that's included in a full house repaint uh, in some cabinet jobs. And, you know, uh, I thought you were doing this all on your own. That's, I, man. Well, since, since, we last, since we last talked about it, Ron, you know, I have, uh, I have outsourced. You know, that's Look at you. Delegated. Some of those Instagram stories is helping you out a little bit. That that's brilliant. 100%. No, it takes a team to really build what hey, you so, need. But I, we have I, done I, we have done jobs where we finish them, and I am hesitant to put them on Facebook or Instagram because of the color choice. I understand that. So I have, that's I, have you haven't seen them. I have a story about that that you can probably commiserate with. And um, my my family and I we lived in the Portland, Oregon area in a house that. Uh, um, the house was a light color blue. Everything was like, 
you know, light grays, light blues, very, I don't know, it wasn't going to pop out and grab your eyes in this neighborhood. And it was supposed to be that way, but the HOA didn't say it had to be that way. And we were getting ready to move and put the house on the market. So my mom decided this like really nice bright white color that had just like a little bit of aqua in it with this nice teal trim. Mm -hmm. And it's two stories, just this giant like, um, and so if you came around the corner and looked at our house, this is exterior. Yes, it it, um, it really stuck out. Put it that way. It was beautiful, and um, we had a hard time selling it. Go figure. You never guess where the people are from that decided to buy it finally after six months. Hawaii. They were from Florida. Oh. Yeah. They said we just love that we can't find this color of house anywhere. Yes. <laughs> well, it was meant to be. That's right. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, good well, Lisa, story. Yeah. Thank you. You know, story time with Ron. We do that sometimes. Yeah, I would say, I would say, um, you know, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus color-wise. A lot of my customers end up following us on, on Instagram and Facebook. So oh, yeah. oh, that wasn't where it was directed. No, no, Well, no. I know. I mean, there are billions of people watching the show right now. So yeah. <laughs> don't blame you. Don't blame you. Um, wouldn't want to alienate any of them. Uh <laughs> Andrea, do you have anything before we uh, toast Mr. Seth Peak here? Well, Seth, it was a pleasure to have you. Thank you for what you've done. It sounded like you started in 2019. You've survived and made it through and, and made it amazing through 2020. And cheers to you in 2021. And if you can, again, provide us with your contact information. And thank you for being our guest. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Uh, S Peak Painting on Instagram. Seth at speakpainting.com. Peak like peekaboo, S-peak painting. Yes. And not like I put it in my phone the first time, which somehow it said P-E-R-K, and it's still that way. So Seth he's, Perk. Seth, he's Seth Perk to me. And all the Perks. Uh, and actually, I will say the Riley family looking forward to getting an estimate tomorrow. Not tomorrow, Thursday. And I completely botched lunch. So for the third time in a week, I have to reschedule lunch with this guy. I'm going to buy lunch for this guy because... He's just uh Yeah, we still need our lunch too. Yeah, well Hey. Hey, well, <laughs> you well, know, in line first. Hey, you guys you guys got a night at a nice hotel. I I know. Okay. You get to All go right. have a birthday retreat. So there's that. There is that too. It's a good trade. <laughs> it's symbiotic, this thing, you know? <laughs> Seth, thank Seth, you again. Seth, it always ends with a uh, toast. Uh, if you have nothing creative to toast, you can toast with uh some water. Some water. Oh, you, you brought some pink drink. Yeah. Good. Good. Mystery beverage. Mystery beverage. All right. It's probably vitamins. I like actually earlier was thinking about Kool-Aid for some reason. <laughs> I hope it's Kool-Aid. Um, you know, one of the things I want to toast to Seth Peak and Seth Peak Painting about is continued innovation, innovation and adaptability. Um, Networking. This person continued to be a leader for other business owners in our community and uh, that you guys continue to grow in so many ways, but in number of people and revenue, all the important ways, um, no matter good times or bad, and uh, that you'll come see us in six months or a year and, and tell us how it's going again. Cheers, right. Seth. Cheers, Cheers, Seth. Thank you. Thank so you. Salute, buddy. Salute.
Thank you very much.